Are you struggling to get your project off the ground? Is the term research a dirty word? Need help finding more resources? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast brought to you by the Center for Nursing Inquiry. So who is that and what do we do? Well, I am the research program coordinator, Elizabeth Scala. And I'm Holly Farley. I'm the coordinator for nursing quality. Excellent. And Holly is in a unique position. So all of the program coordinators in the Center for Nursing Inquiry have come from the Johns Hopkins Hospital and are historically clinical nurses. So, for example, I worked in the psychiatry, Meyer 3, woo-woo, before coming to my role. Maddie Whalen, who's our evidence-based practice program coordinator, comes to us from the emergency department. And Holly worked in medicine. So what we're going to talk to Holly about today, since she's the most recent in her journey, to the center. We're going to talk about getting involved in scholarly projects, getting involved in inquiry work, getting involved in EBP, quality improvement research. Like how does a clinician, a frontline nurse at the Johns Hopkins Hospital or otherwise, you know, get involved in work? And when I mean by work, I mean like projects and all this like other non-patient care stuff. So Holly, first off, right off the bat, like how did you get started? Well, first, you really have to take a look at yourself and what your passions are, because you want to get involved in something that you're interested in to really make a difference. And that's something that my nurse manager at the time really engraved in me as well. She helped develop my passions and helped me reflect on my strengths. And I was able to look for opportunities. For instance, I had an interest in the fall prevention work. So I joined the fall prevention work group. And I have a creative side as well. So I had a lot of fun. I was able to take ownership of one of the bulletin boards in the break room. And I was able to update that. At the time, I was a nurse too. I worked night shift. And I had a little bit of time, some of those shifts, to be able to update the bulletin board during my shift. And that brought me a lot of joy. Excellent. So what I'm hearing is, first off, we need to all reflect you know, take a pause, take a moment, maybe take a piece of paper out (laughs) and just kind of journal or just sit in quiet reflection and think about like, seriously, what are my passions? What specifically am I interested in about? Like what juices me up? What gets that creativity flowing? You know, everybody has specific passions. Secondly, Holly's talking about strengths. You know, she's a creative type. She wants to get in there and use those creativity skills to make a visual or, you know, make something that's very appealing and, and just bring that creativity to life. So again, we're all nurses you know, but additionally, we have other skill sets. So your passions, your skills. I'm curious, do you keep that information to yourself? Because like you mentioned, there was the falls work group. And did you identify that you want, like, how do you communicate your passions and interests to others? So it's great that you mentioned that because it's important to keep your nurse manager, your lead clinical nurses, everybody, let them know if you have a passion for something, you can't just keep it to yourself. You have to let people know because that opens the door up for you for opportunities. The more that you talk about what your interests are, what your passions are, what your strengths are, you really have to play on that and communicate that. And one way in this, you know, current climate that we're in right now, you can do that is via arts and you can put it there on your arts application, what your interests are. And you might be able to be pulled into a community or a work group as a subject matter expert on what you're interested in, which is a great opportunity. Perfect. So folks, you're reflecting upon what you really love, what you're passionate about. You're thinking about your unique strengths, those skills that make you a 
unique individual. You're not keeping that information in. You're telling others. You're talking to people. You're putting it on your arts application. You're listening on the unit. You know, what projects are coming up or what work groups are forming? How can I get involved? So you're being proactive. You're telling other people. Now, we all talk about projects with the work, like the getting dirty, getting your hands in there, working on the project. But I'm curious, Holly, in this, you know, getting involved with project work, are there other parts that make it really, really lots of fun? I'll tell you what, Elizabeth, in my journey to lead clinical nurse, I was able to obtain protected time where I could really work on that dissemination. And what that means is I was able to work with my team and produce posters for Nursing Scholars Day and for the Patient Safety Summit here at Johns Hopkins. And boy, I'll tell you what, it is such a good feeling seeing your name up there on a poster and being able to stand there with your team and talk to the hard work that you've been doing. And then I was able to get the opportunity with my team to publish. And what another great forum for us to see our name in a paper. It's so fabulous and great to, you know, see our hard work pay off. Definitely. So we have to celebrate the successes. And before I move it to the final question, I keep hearing Holly mention a very, very, very important word. She said it several times. She said the word team. So you do not have to work on an entire project alone. In fact, we don't recommend it. And then when you go to disseminate, which means share the findings of your hard work, again, don't feel overwhelmed you don't have to do that alone. It actually is best done with the team. So putting together that team, getting other people that have like-minded interests. And then what's really cool about that, the team will have a variety of strengths. And so Holly was mentioning she was really creative. Maybe there was someone else on her team who really liked to write. Maybe there's someone else on the team who's like really strict with the timeline. So you tap into the team's strengths and then continue to get that great work going. Finally, What about others? You know, how do we sustain project work? And what are your tips about getting other people onto this project work? Well, that's a good thing you should ask because you really do need to think about succession planning in any of the work that you're doing. And one of the ways that I really enjoyed doing that, I remember when I first started as a NC3 at the time, I took a little post-it note, pack of post-it notes, and I walked around to all the nurses and asked them individually, what is your passion? I wanted to know. I needed to know. I had this need to know what exactly everyone was interested in and what drove them so we could really reflect on their strengths. And if you notice, we started this podcast talking about those internal, but as I grew, I wanted to know externally what other people, what their passions were, what their strengths were to help them look for opportunities to really play on those strengths and passions. Definitely. So we want to support others, develop them, and get other people involved in project work. And I love Holly's idea of using that post-it note, going person to person. But as you personally are listening to this podcast, you may kind of take what Holly suggests or tweak it to use, you know, your own strategy. Again, use your strengths to develop other people to get them excited about project work. All right, Holly. So how can folks reach us at the Center for Nursing Inquiry? Well, we do have an email address. That's a great way to get in touch with us. It's nursinginquiry at jhmi.edu. Perfect. And if you are on Facebook and want to join the conversation, you can post a successful story of your project work. That's a great way to toot your own horn and celebrate your success. You can 
post a question in there and see if others have also come against that obstacle and how they overcame it. So we do have that closed group. It's the Johns Hopkins Center for Nursing Inquiry. We're also on the nursing intranet. Left-hand side of that home page, there's a big yellow box. If you scroll down, there is a button you can click, Center for Nursing Inquiry. So until the next podcast, Holly, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody.